This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Yeah, you come to me today. You want some Parmesan? Yeah, I'll get you some Parmesan. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 25-20, 15, 10, 5, snowshoes, touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. It's over! The Bullpups have knocked off Fish of the Age! And for the ninth time in school history, the Bullpups stand atop the state of Kansas! Everything happening in the sports world. Oh, oh, are you serious? Slam jam, bam! Get ready for the NBA fucking contest! And even some things not happening in the sports world. So, you're saying you will not watch any episodes of The Bachelor this year? I think I'd rather have a tooth pull. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson and somebody that I guarantee is having a better day than Patriots owner Robert Kraft, Mr. Steve Sell. Yeah, Bob Kraft, big trouble for him. It's not a great day for Mr. Robert Kraft. No, For those of you that have not been near the internet and have not been able to see this news story coming across the last 20, 30 minutes, Sir Robert Kraft... Super Bowl champion owner of the New England Patriots, I guess decided to make a little trip down to Jupiter, Florida, and he decided to visit a massage parlor, as they have referred to it as, and they had a sting operation with the FBI and all sorts of different law enforcement, and Sir Robert Kraft was arrested for sexual exploitation or paying for a sexual act So him and this other long list of people have been rattled off and, oh, everybody's losing their minds about it. They're talking about it on ESPN. I'll be interested to see what kind of trouble he gets in for the league. Well, one thing about the league, they are tougher on owners. They're really tough on the owners. Than they are on players. I mean, I remember, I think Jerry Jones got fired or fined like $500,000 for something that seemed pretty mundane. Five years ago, Jim Irsay, Jim Irsay, now the, Jim Irsay, yeah, owner, yeah, he yeah. got fined five hundred thousand dollars for a drug charge. I think. right, right. So I'll be interested to see what happens. I I don't think he'll be fired or. But the thing is, but anything. the thing is, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, they're great friends. <laughs> uh, let's just say they're oil and water. They do not mix. This will be an interesting decision. So Steve, my word of advice to you: don't be hanging out down in Jupiter, Florida. I wonder what the Golden Boys got to say about this. Is in Tom? Yeah. Well, I bet he has his own personal trainer that will massage him and Is her name Giselle? T- is her name Giselle? Well, her or somebody in the T B twelve method. I I bet you could find a bunch of people in Boston that would be willing to give up their time for Tom Brady. Yeah. Anyway, Steve, it's an anniversary today. Okay. Do you know what it's the anniversary of? Washington's birthday. Well, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't exactly the one I was going for. I'll give you a hint and let you listen to this, and I bet you'll figure it out. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? 
Your mic wasn't on. 1980. That's right. Olympic hockey beat Russia. Lake Placid, New York. Or the Soviet Union, whatever they were called at that time. What do you remember about that game, Steve? I remember feeling a lot of pride. Did you watch it live? Because uh, no. something would tell me that you were not watching it. I did it. not watch it live, but I saw the replay. And uh, uh, it had been like, it would have been like uh, Duke beating the Golden State Warriors. Really, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or KU beating the Golden State Warriors. It was amateurs against pros because back You'd then... You'd have to be more like Butler beating the Golden State Warriors. But, yeah, but it was, it was you know, the Soviet Union had pros and we had amateurs. And Jim Craig, I remember, was the goalie. There was Aruzioni. I remember Mike Aruzioni. And, and, and Jim Craig draped the flag all over his... You know, all over himself. And uh, Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? Yes. And that really put, you know, Al Michaels was a, was, had been a baseball guy. And I think he'd been with the Reds. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, he was a, a, a decently known announcer. That made him famous overnight. I've read a lot about Al, Al Michaels. I like him a lot. I've read his biography. And he had a whole two or three chapter section talking about this game and, and all of the impact of that. And it was really interesting to hear some of his comments. And the thing that I think people forget, Steve, is that this was a game that was on tape delay. Mm-hmm. This game was not shown live. Right. And part of that is just the evolution of and wasn't, TV and And wasn't sports. it the semifinals? Yes, this was not this, the championship. Yeah, it was not even for the gold medal. As I think they had to turn around and play Sweden. Well. I, I think they played Sweden in the in the gold medal that game. That was anticlimactic. Right. So they, they went from this unbelievable upset and then had to turn around and beat Sweden or Switzerland it'd or Norway like, or somewhere. It'd been, it'd been like the McPherson boys beating Miege and turning around and playing Lebo. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit better than that. But, yeah, Lebo, that would be an interesting one. But it, it, it was really interesting to hear Al Michaels talk about it because the game was not shown live. And so he said, they finish up this unbelievable game. He's, he's leaving out of the arena, and I think it took him a while to get out. And then they were showing the game on tape delay, and so he's walking out of the arena like three hours later, and he is walking past the restaurants that are in the Olympic Village and the Lake Placid people that are all hanging out, and they're all watching the game, and it's like in the first period. Mm-hmm. And he was going, this is just so strange. Because mm-hmm. I think it was an afternoon game, yeah. and then was showed at night across yeah. the country. Yeah. Well, Al Michaels, interesting guy. He remind you know, he's like Dick Clark. He's one of those guys that never seems to age. You know, Dick Al Michaels is in his 70s, I believe. And he looks like he's, he still looks like he's about 55. And, and he's very sharp. He's really good. He is, yeah, he's, he's the best. I mean, I... Instead of, you know, I know everyone says, hello, friends, Jim Nance. Everyone thinks he's the best, but I think Al Michaels is the best play-by guy. I have a really good biography on him, Steve, if you'd like to read it. Sure. Would you? Sure. Would you be interested? Oh, sure. You'd like to read about Sir Al Michaels? I like to read. I try to read a lot more. I'm very good at reading current news and newspapers. I, I, I have three or four different places that I read every single day, but for reading books... It's a lot harder for me because I'm a slow reader, mm-hmm. and so it takes me a really long time. And I'm a speed reader. Plus, I have to have it absolutely quiet. I couldn't sit here in the radio station mm-hmm. and read a book. I took a class in uh, high school. I think I was a sophomore, Jackie McKenzie, and it was a speed reading. I mean, they had this thing, and you had to, you know, you they'd give you something to read, 
and I mean, it just flew on you. You had to try to soak it all in, and then you'd get a test on it. But it was a really interesting class. It taught me to read really fast. Yeah, I would imagine. The blur. Yeah, I was like yeah, a blur. You, you were not only the blur on the basketball court or the football field, but also that way. All right, Steve, the other person, you, you transition to this nicely. Maybe the best, one of the best play-by-play guys, and one of my favorite play-by-play guys, Kevin Harlan. Yeah, really good. Ever heard of him? Yeah. In fact, his uh, his uh, Kevin Harlan and my best friend in high school end up being roommates at KU. They live next door. Were you guys there at the same time, or was he there just a no, little we, bit after you? We were there at the same time because okay. my best friend in high school, or probably my second best friend in high school, he was Kevin Harlan's roommate at the... Uh, what was it? Was it Sigma Chi House next? Was it Sigma Chi the ones next door to ATO House? I can't remember. Don't know. I don't know. But but anyway, they lived right next door, and and uh, I mean, I met him. You know, I never really got to know him because we just didn't hang out there, even though they were right next door to each other. Wish he would have rubbed off some of that great sports journalism on you. Well, yeah, because let's face it, I'm pedestrian. Well, you got to be a network broadcaster at like, <clears throat> excuse me, 23 years old, so it makes it a little right. bit easier. And his father, by the way, was the what general manager of the Packers? I think that helps too. So, so yeah, he was able to get his foot in the door where other guys wouldn't have. So speaking of him, I've got some audio from last night: the Celtics and the Bucks. Did you watch that game, Steve? No. Well, have a listen to this at one of Kevin Harlan's best calls. Shooting and there's a throwaway. Oh, Morris into the crowd spilled the beer. And will they cross the line? They do. Morris is dripping with beer. Pat's old style. Some schlitz, maybe. Who knows? He's just soaked in beer in the pour, and it's in the guy's hair. It's in the guy's hair. Your blood so with a three. No. Beer is every place. Some of Milwaukee's, the Miller Highlight spilled on the floor. <laughs> Kevin Harlan got is so obs- good in those moments. He got obsessed with beer there, didn't he? <laughs> well, he, he tried to keep the play-by-play going. He's like, okay, the cross half court. And sh- it, it was either Marcus get, Morris or Markeith Morris, whichever one's on the Celtics. Where, where in the world did he get Schlitz, though? I guess that's old Milwaukee's famous beer, though. He said, beer all over the floor in yeah. Milwaukee. They've spilled Miller High Life yeah, all over yeah, the Schlitz floor. Yeah, Schlitz was like a dollar twenty-five a six-pack, I think, when I was in college. You, was not- you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? No. Steve, the other biggest news story, at least in your cycle, I think this is the news story that is occupying the most of your brain today. Jason Brown. Oh, my gosh. Last Chance you. Independence Community College football coach. Did we talk about this yesterday or the day before? I don't. I don't, know, I don't think we did. But it's an embarrassment. Another embarrassment for Jason Brown. Well, the Reader's Digest version of this is that Jason Brown at Independence brought in a German football player. I don't know if he was a kicker or I would or, assume a or, kicker. or where he came from. I would or, assume a kicker or, or, or how he got there. But yeah. he brought in this German kicker. And let's say things with between those two did not go very well and that they were not great friends. And after they kicked this guy off the team, he exposed some text messages that Jason Brown sent to him. And one of them was along the lines of, I am your new Hitler. Yeah. I am your Fuhrer now. Yeah. And some other how, insensitive things. How does it's this, been a rough, rough week for I, him. I am an alum of Independence junior college back then it was icjc and it's community junior college but i am so embarrassed by this and what is the pre does he have the, does he have something on the president that the president just doesn't fire this guy this he has been a clown show ever since netflix the you know the netflix series was on and whatever this guy does the president just buries his head in the sand he said 
Yeah, the language wasn't very appropriate. Well, they called a special board meeting at the junior college last night, and the result was no, at this time, no action taken. And I'm Ooh. just like, I mean, good grief. And I know the president of the school board. She lived a block away from me when we were kids. She's a little bit older than I am, a couple years older than her sister's my sister's age. But I'm like, you got to be kidding me. How's this guy not get fired? They've got all the evidence. They've got his text messages. And anyone that watched Netflix, I mean, good grief, how much of an embarrassment was that? By Jason Brown. I'm sorry. I still don't think the Netflix series was an embarrassment. I think it's good for the Kansas junior colleges. I think it's good for that school in terms of publicity. Because, I'll be honest, Steve, I didn't really know anything about Independence Community College before this. Yeah. But now they're on the map. They're on the map for recruits. They're on the map for people wanting to go to school there. Now, Jason Brown is an interesting character. Well, he got a, he got a teacher fired because he told her that you know, how dare you not just pass my students without them having to really do anything in class? And he got a teacher fired. And there's still litigation going on in that case. She fired a unlawful termination or something like that. I don't have any sort of problem with his language, where I think you do not like that at all, and you didn't like the look of it on the Well, I am a choir boy. I don't have any problem with it. And my only suggestion for the school is they need to have a little bit better evidence than he cussed to fire him now because we just went through a 12 hour long documentary series where all he does is cuss the entire time and no word was mentioned. Well, what about, about it. getting a teacher fired? Allegedly got to use that. Allegedly we found out that's a big word. Well, Steve, I'm not an attorney, so I, I don't yeah. know what's going on in that case. Yeah. Maybe it's the teacher's fault. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how things work. I wasn't there, but if they're going to fire him for some language, I would be very shocked. Well, I'm going to be down there for about four days in June, and I'm going to do some investigative journalism while I'm down there. I bet you could find somebody to interview. Oh, people people still, I know a lot of people still down in Independence. I know the president of the college school board, for goodness sakes. I think she babysat me when I was a kid. <laughs> it makes sense why you've got such a foul mouth, letting that all run around. Yeah. Steve is a little bit off the cuff sometimes whenever he gets off the air. You never know what's coming out of his mouth. Oh, I don't know. I really I don't. I, don't. I just let it. Letter I words. just tee it high and let it fly. I'm just amazed that I haven't had to use the delay button on you yet. Well, I came close one day. <laughs> there was once <laughs> you said, "How in the?" And I went, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. So, so take it easy, well, if Steve. If, if you've ever played golf with me, you know that every once in a while I let an expletive drop. That's true. I've not. Well, I've never heard one, so I would be surprised. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, Big 12 basketball. It really gets back into the swing this weekend. I feel like there are only two Big 12 games yeah, this it's, week. Yeah, it's like they took a one-week hiatus. It for... feels really weird, but they're getting back into it this weekend, and it is a huge weekend for both KU and K-State. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Jim Joyner, Steve Sell. Steve, like I said a minute ago, it feels like it's been a very strange week without any big-time Big 12 basketball matchups. I know that K-State played West Virginia on Big Monday, but West Virginia's been terrible. Nobody really talked about it, and part of it was that we had bullpup basketball that night, too. Mm -hmm. But what a massive, massive weekend for college basketball, not just in the Big 12, but all across the top 25 this week, where you have Virginia going on the road to Louisville. That's a top 25 matchup. Tennessee's taking on LSU, one of the best matchups in the SEC this weekend. You've got the big one out west. You've got BYU and Gonzaga, the last time that Gonzaga will be pushed before they get ready for the NCAA tournament. You've got Florida State and North Carolina. You've got Duke going to Syracuse with all the problems that have been happening with those two teams the last few days. Then, in Big 12 play, you've got K-State taking on Oklahoma State in what is not really a big game in that scheme, but K-State has to keep winning in order to right. keep up with what could be coming. And then maybe the biggest matchup of the weekend, KU in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Yeah, and if KU wins that game, they are definitely in the hunt to get another championship because they get K-State on Monday. I just can't see as much as I've been on the K-State bandwagon going into Allen Fieldhouse when KU really needs it. I can't see him winning there. And if, you know, KU can win that game, they're right back there. Steve, I know that sometimes your glass is not always full, half full, a quarter full, an eighth of the way full. A drop. I know it's never really full for you. But what have I been saying all year long with this KU team? They're going to they're gonna get at least a share at the by the end. They're going to figure it out. Yeah. And they're going to find a but way I don't think to take they, a piece of that Big 12 I trophy. Don't, I don't think they beat Texas Tech on Saturday. I really don't. Steve. I really don't. Steve. I know. I know, but I just don't think they'll beat Texas Tech. Do you really think Lubbock is that intimidating of a place for KU to go play? Oh, yeah. You really think so? Yeah. Do you really think that Chris Beard can outcoach Bill Self in a huge game? He does. Do you really think he, that? He doesn't have to because you got all those freshmen for KU, and when they go on the road, they turn to Jello. Do you really, really, Steve, do you really think that they're going to lose on Saturday? I really do. So you can make You're fun crazy. of me. You're crazy. You can make fun of me on Monday. and, and You're you crazy. Know. This is KU's game to win. Then they get to go play K-State at home, where I think K-State will play them tough. Oh, of course they will. But they're not going to lose at home. True. And if they make up two games here by this time next week, I've got the feeling that KU and K-State if my math is right, will be tied for the Big 12 lead. Do you really think that they're going to lose? I do. They don't lose the big game. I know they don't, but this isn't your... At least in conference play. This isn't your typical KU team. This is a Neither was last year. They went to Texas Tech and won with yeah, relative but, ease. But they had Devontae. And, he will, and the year before, they had Frank. They don't have that player that will just flat will them to a victory. Because Diedrich Lawson, he's kind of a laid-back dude. You know, he gets his double-double. He kind of gets his points. But do you really have faith in Quentin Grimes? Maybe this is his day, Steve. He I hasn't mean, had a day since, like, November. Since the first game of the season when he got 21 with five threes against Michigan State. This is a 7 o'clock primetime game for KU. On the road at Lubbock. Last year, 
it felt like Texas Tech wasn't quite ready to win a game that big. And that was a really good Texas Tech team. And mm-hmm. I think it, it was this exact same weekend. KU went to Texas Tech, but I believe it was in the afternoon. It was the same weekend of state wrestling. Everything tends to repeat itself, Steve. Yeah. And I get the feeling that things will repeat again this weekend. Well, are you going to apologize to me if Texas Tech wins on Monday? I will. And say, man, you were smart. I, I, I will apologize, but do you really think they're not going to win? I I tell you, I've had no faith in this KU team all year. I what will if they say, win Saturday? Do I you will, begin to have faith? I will have faith if they win, but it sure seems like everything's turned around since LeGerald's been gone. Everything has started to turn around. Yeah. As my good friend George Michael would say, you've got to have faith. Your good friend George Michael? Yeah, we're, we're great friends. Mm. K-State at home against Oklahoma State. On, on paper, this should just be a Ugly. mop-up crew. Yeah. They've got the purple jerseys on. Oh, Steve yeah. says he's a huge fan of I'm them. I'm a monster fan I'm of the not. old. I'm not. Oh, I love them. I, I don't like the different color shorts and I'm shirts. A, I'm a big two-tone guy. I wear a no. lot of... I wear You're a lot Tommy of, two-tone. I wear a lot of that two-tone. You've got a good stuff. one right now with your sweater on today. Well, but that's not... Argyle. Argyle. I'm just not a fan of the dark purple and the light purple. Uh, lavender. It's lavender. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I, like I was it. watching Inman. Because or, it makes me it makes me think of Chucky Williams and Michael Evans and Steve Honeycutt. I don't know. Oh, okay. Don't know any of those people. Oh, my God. Well, you're not a loyal K-Stater then. Well, that's true. I'm not. Because <laughs> the loyal K-Staters would say, bite your tongue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are they old people? They're elderly. They're older than me. So that's, and that's really hard to believe. So that's old. Yeah. Sorry I didn't watch a lot of 1970s K-State basketball. Well. It's 1970s KU basketball that's, wasn't that's really Jack, very good. That's when Jack Hartman used to own Ted Owens. Oh, he would own him. Oh, it was terrible. One of my favorites. Oh. I was watching Inman or Little River or somebody on a stream the other night trying to get a box score, and I think they were playing Sterling. And Sterling the did Bears. that too. They had black shorts on with the white jersey tops. Okay, that's not a good look. Yeah, I, I don't like it. That's not, and that's what look. it reminds me with with, with K State. Hmm. I'm not a fan of the lavender. Well, I like the lavender, the purple pop guns. Steve, let's get your predictions for this weekend okay. in the Big Twelve. KU. Well, we'll come back to them. How about West Virginia at Baylor? Oh, Baylor easily. West Virginia's done. Iowa State at TCU. And that's going to be a really good game. Iowa State has to win or they're done. So I'm going Iowa State. They're the more desperate team. You've been really high on Iowa State. I have been. Have, and they have let you down and in they've every lost big game. It. I didn't realize they've lost at home like three times in Big 12. They lost to Baylor the other night. That oh, was I know. a bad loss I know. for them. Texas at Oklahoma. Boy, that's a game of two teams not going anywhere. I, I tell you, Texas is playing pretty well. Oklahoma's. They're in a slide. I'm going to go with Texas. It, it, will I change your mind if I say, is his name Kerwin Roach? Yeah. Is that his first name? Yeah. Well, he has been suspended indefinitely. Oh. Does that change your mind? Yes, it does. So you'll go Oklahoma he's their best, now? He's their best player, yeah. Oklahoma State at K-State. <laughs> That's a walkover. KU at Texas Tech. Well, you know, I've already said, I, I, you know, and all the KU people out there just hate me when I'm down on the Jayhawks, but, but I just, again – you got all those freshmen. They're going on the road. Texas Tech probably doesn't draw, you know, half, I don't know what they draw. They don't draw very well otherwise. But when KU comes to town, it'll be sold out, probably getting $1,000 for a ticket. 
you know, the scalpers. It's it's amazing if you know KU for the the Big Twelve should thank KU for being what they've been in basketball because attendance at games where KU's playing exponentially goes up, way up, I should say. Especially with the Big Twelve tournament too in right. Kansas City. Right. Steve, we'll take our final break. When we come back, we'll preview everything that is going on in the area here this weekend. It's going to just be a crazy show with some weather, with some basketball, with some college basketball. It's going to be a wild, wild weekend. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, you didn't get to venture out into the sports world last night like I did. Went and watched a little KCAC women's basketball postseason tournament. Went down to North Newton. Saw a great game between the Bethany Swedes, the Fighting Fergs, against the Bethel Threshers. And what did I say before that game? You said Bethany was going to win. And they did. And they were the higher, they were the um, lower seed. We'll just put that on the record that Steve has so much faith in the Bethany Swedes, but doesn't have as much faith in his That's Kansas right. Jayhawks. So they've got semifinal action for both KCAC men's and women's postseason tournaments this weekend. On the men's side, one game will be in Bartlesville, one game will be in Winfield because Southwestern and Oklahoma Wesleyan are hosting. On the women's side, one game will be at Tabor and Hillsboro. The other game, will that be at Sterling? Uh, I believe so. So there will be lots of games going on on Saturday in KCAC basketball. Central Christian will wrap up its regular season and its season in general on Saturday at Now home. the men still could play National Christian. Right. But the women, I'm assuming, are done. So that will be 2 and 4 o'clock right. over at Central as they play John Brown University. At the Alex. At the Alexander Arena. You got yep. it. Steve, we can give you an update from state wrestling so far as there were seven McPherson Bullpups that were competing down in Hartman Arena. That's where we'll be heading here you and I in about are heading 30 out. minutes. Yeah, we're heading out. So far, the Bullpups are 5-2. and two. Landon Cruz had a win. Scott Radke had a win. Jonah Clark lost. And then Landon France had a win. Courtney Craig lost. Mason Thrash with a pin. And Alex Perkins with a win. So 5-2. Great five, start. Five will stay on the positive side of the bracket. The other two are on the back half of the bracket. And there's a great chance that tomorrow night... The Bullpups could pick up another individual state champion. Yeah, Scott Radke, I think, has got it. I really believe he'll be back in the finals. He's gonna. It's just gonna be like the regional. Uh, he lost to a young man from Goddard uh, named Dops. I think it's Trevor Dops. Oh yeah. Lost in the ultimate tiebreaker, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate tiebreaker, which means one move decided the match. And Coach Kretzer believes that Scott Radke, being the technician, master technician that he is, will have it figured out. And if he makes the finals, he can win this time. How do you think you would do in a master or the ultimate, ultimate tiebreaker? I'd get crushed like a grape. I don't think I would be very good. No. Against anybody. No. I think you could put me out there and they'd say, okay, don't don't fall down. And I think my first move the would la- be to start The last the match way. I wrestled was in junior high against Cornbread Ned. <laughs> Cornbread Ned Walker. 
No, I, I didn't. I didn't do any wrestling. That, that was yeah, not. We had wrestling. For me. In, we had wrestling in physical education class. Ooh, cornbread. I would have I think that. cornbread and Ed pinned me. Of course, cornbread was like five eleven. I was like four eleven. Steve, coach's show tomorrow morning. Last one. Our final coach's show of the year. We've got some big time breakfast coming from Galva, the fifty six family restaurant in Galva. A few of the coaches won't be there, but we have a great backup, a great reserve coming in tomorrow morning. Matt Morrow. Swimming coach Matt Morrow is we will run through their phenomenal season that wrapped up last Saturday. We don't get to get the swimming coaches and the wrestling coaches on very often. Because they're always having they're meets. always competing on Saturday. Yeah, they always have meets on Saturday. And for both of them they're always early in the morning on Saturdays, too. It's not like they're swimming at 7 o'clock at night down in Wichita. Yeah. Or wrestling is the earliest sport of all time besides cross-country. They have to get up and weigh in like at 5.30 in the morning. Ugh. 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 Not for me. No. Steve will wrap up today's show. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you on Monday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.